welcome to the maiden voyage of Saved by the Spell, a brand new podcast. My name is Marcella Kroll and I will be your host. This new project for me is something very special. I wanted to be able to have a place where I could share with you DIY, uh, witchy tips, astrology information, forecasting, psychic insight, a place for you know advice, sex, love, relationships, and everyday stuff for you and me, and how to integrate all of these things into just the norm. It's not a rocket science. It's also not meant to be overly confusing. It's just here for you, and I, I'm really thrilled to be launching this. With that, you know, I, I want to try to make this a weekly thing. We'll see how it goes. But on my first episode. I'm going to start with a topic, and the topic is calling your power back. Now, you know, we we give our power away when we say yes to things we really want to say no to, and when we say no to things we want to say yes to. And giving our power away can can be horrible, right? It 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 can just create such havoc on our self-esteem and our confidence. It can take away your mojo. And there are a lot of times where you feel like you can't uh, say what you want to say. It's like you lose having a choice in some situations because whether it's you think you need the job, your family, you know, or if your partner uh, is the one that's kind of questioning you on it and you you feel like you don't want to rock the boat, you know, or maybe it's something more intense. There's a traumatic situation that you keep replaying, a fight you had with someone, or you're feeling bad or guilty because you maybe you didn't do the thing you wanted to do. After a long amount of time, the imprint of these situations can lead to depression, unhealthy partnerships, you can start to martyr yourself, and just get into a general unhealthy habit of breaking down your confidence. And what I'm here to tell you is that you don't have to suffer. We um, can start to make changes in our personal life and invite our personal power back so that you can stop harming your well-being and you can start living as a healthy, powerful person. One of the main problems with doing this is if you have a negative perception of being powerful, like if you think, oh, if I'm powerful, that's a bad thing, or people in power are evil, you know, this is going to be a bit of a problem because it's going to stop you from honoring the powerful person you are. You might fear being a bully, a tyrant, or an egomaniac. If this is the case, you might want to reacquaint yourself with what it means to be powerful and as a force for good. Start to look for inspiration by the leaders, artists, activists, and others that own their power and do it with you know, grace and nobility. I am sure at one point they were all scared or nervous, but at some point they had no choice but to be themselves because it is too painful not to be. Calling your power back can be simple or it can be gigantic and ceremonial if you like. I'm going to talk about that uh, a little bit, but I'm also going to answer some questions because I think, you know, I've, I put a call out for questions and feel free for future episodes. I'm going to try to uh, give you guys a heads up what the topic's going to be. And I am going to take about three to five questions per episode and answer them. So let's go ahead and take a look at these questions because I, I think these are really, really important. The first question comes from Melisandre in Orinda, California. Okay, Melisandre. Melisandre asks, does sleeping with someone give your power away? 
And do you have to cleanse yourself after you sleep with someone? Okay, first part, does sleeping with someone give your power away? It can. It can give your power away in the fact that when we have in intimacy with someone, we are creating etheric cords. And sometimes when we sleep with someone, actually not sometimes, all the time, we are creating cords that these cords can last up to several years, you know? So can you, you can give your power away with it, you know, if you're in an unhealthy relationship, if it is loveless, if it is not respectful, if you're sleeping with someone. And in answer to your question, and do you have to cleanse yourself after you sleep with someone? I, there's a couple of things. Yeah, I think you should. I, you know, whether you are in uh, cleansing yourself, meaning cutting those etheric cords, I think you absolutely should because it allows you to not have an unhealthy attachment to the other person. Now, whether you are in a healthy relationship with them or not, sometimes these are the bonds of intimacy. Intimacy can create a strong codependence or a feeding off of each other's energy. And if you're in an unhealthy situation or with someone that doesn't respect you necessarily or it's a one-night stand, absolutely cleanse your energy and uh, disconnect yourself from this person. And you can do that a few ways. One way that it can be done is using sage or palo santo and clearing your energy. The other way is to cut the etheric cord. And one way to do that is through meditation. And I'll just walk you through that really quickly. So if you have a moment, just take a note of this. Or if you have the time to sit with me right now, I want you to just sit and close your eyes and take a nice inhale in and exhale out. Do this a couple of times if you need to, just to let go of any tension. I want you to imagine yourself in a nice golden egg of a bubble, shielding, protecting, really radiant. I want you to envision yourself in that fully secure, protected, and loved. Now I want you to imagine the person that you might have slept with or been intimate with and, and see them in the bubble with you. Great. Once you're there, I want you to see any etheric cords or connections that might be attached between you and this person. And with your dominant hand, make a swooping motion and cut these cords and connections. And now I'd like you to take those cords and connections, any of the, the remnants and what's there hanging there, and just push them into the walls of this golden egg. As you push them into the golden egg walls, you see them dissolve and disappear. Now it's just you and the person in front of you. And then what you can do is you can very lovingly, very gently push this person till they pop outside of the golden egg and then you surround them with their own golden egg of light. Perfect. Take a nice inhale and exhale out. Now come back to the room. Great. You have now healthily disconnected. Another, you know, method that is an old Corendera, um method of cleansing, and you can do this, feel free if, you know, uh, if you feel the need, but it's to take an egg 
just a raw egg because egg is such a natural substance now. Remember, this is just a suggestion. It's uh, up to you if you decide you need to do this or not. You can take the egg and you can rub it on your genitals. Yes, I said that. Take the egg, you break it, and flush it down the toilet. Or you can take the egg and you can break it you know, into the earth and bury it. This is an old folkloric way of cleansing. Again, just a suggestion. Or the good old-fashioned way. Bodies of water. Whether you go for a swim, you take a shower, or a salt uh, bath with Epsom salts and sea, or sea salt, you know, that's another way to cleanse and clear your energy after you've been intimate with someone. I can't stress enough how it is so easy for us to become attached to people through intimacy. Whether you're sleeping with them, you're just cuddling with them, or you are you know, developing heart-to-heart -heart connections. Now, remember, if you are in a situation where someone is abusing their connection with you, of course it is important to call your power back. Okay. I'm going to move on to the next question. Jessica in Los Angeles writes, how can one block outside negative forces from trying to take you back to the negative space that made you give away your power in the first place? I'm having a hard time standing my ground. Listen, Jessica, you just, you got to cut stuff off. I know it's, it's a hard situation and it's a hard time standing your ground, but like sometimes we cut cords and then people will, of course they feel it. So they want to come back and rehook into your life. My suggestion is this, take the time that you need. If you need to cut somebody off and then not speak to them for two weeks, fine. If it needs to be a couple of months, then fine. I would not recommend allowing someone back into your life if it's been abusive or uh, just monopolizing your time because you, you know, it's going to take away from the hard work that you've done. You need to get strong, right? So if you are still having a hard time standing your ground, I want you to get reinforcement. Find people that you trust. Talk to, you can talk to a counselor. You can talk to a spiritual advisor. Talk to someone that you trust. Believe in yourself and do things to build your confidence because know that you deserve to be treated better. So, again, you just have to build up very intense, strong boundaries. And it might feel uh, hard for you to do at first because it's not something you're used to, but it's like any habit. Once you get in the practice, you're going to be great at it. I really think you will uh, find that the more you practice this, the easier it gets. So just keep trying and, you know, again, seek outside help from people that you trust uh, and, and people that support you. Okay. Mars from Los Angeles writes, what are the best ways of claiming your power after having an intense experience that has left you feeling powerless? Yes. One thing's for sure. If you are upset, if you are feeling fed up, if you are feeling overwhelmed and powerless, I would say first off, don't try to stuff it. Say it out loud, admit it to yourself, I feel this way, I feel defeated or powerless, and now I'm going to move on. So, yeah, I mean, that trauma, tra traumatic situations and intense experiences, you know, whether it's an argument or uh, uh, seeing something, th these are all very um, hard to deal with in the moment. But I will say that the first thing you can do is 
really show yourself some self-care. Also, grieve or, or, or release if you need to, whether it's crying or if you have, uh, find a healthy way to process that feeling powerless or upset. You know, if you need to um, just take some time for you, that's really big and important. I'm also going to recommend that if you want to call your power back in a simple way, especially from an intense situation that left you feeling powerless, a simple action you can do is give yourself permission to do something you've always wanted to do but have repeatedly put it off because of fear. You can write that book, you can take a class, sing that song in public, tell someone supportive your dream. The domino effect will begin to trigger energy into your life and more situations that allow you to express self-empowerment in healthy ways. Will They'll show up more for you. You start to release toxic people, places, and situations and invite in new ones. It's okay to do that. Sometimes we have to clear the decks in order to have new situations come to us. If you want to get more ceremonial, uh, you know, in calling your power back, I want you to first, you know, find sacred space, something that's yours, whether it's at your home or if you're out in nature, in, the, you know, the, the park, the trees or the desert or the beach or the mountains, wherever. It has to be sacred to you, though. And go to a place where you won't be interrupted. If you want to light sage or incense or burn Palo Santo, then you can to create sacred space. Call on your guides, the universe, your ancestors, your power animal, or whatever benevolent forces you like to work with. Ask them to be present with you and witness as you boldly state that you're reclaiming your power. You can ad-lib, you can include names of the situation if it helps, and you can repeat it as often and as necessary as needed. You can also write little statements to yourself. Give yourself a pep talk. You know, put it in the bathroom mirror. Put it at the place where you're going to see it first. A phrase that I really like saying as a mantra and something that you can work with, you know, especially in an intense situation or if you've had a moment of clarity, is the following. Repeat after me. I now call my power back from anyone, any situation, belief, or event that has held it before now. I invite my power back with ease, grace, and gratitude right now, and so it is. Let's say it one more time. I now call my power back from anyone, any situation, belief, or event that has held it before now. I invite my power back with ease, grace, and gratitude right now, and so it is. So there you go. Just a little, you know, take on that and some questions. If you guys have questions or topics you want to discuss, please feel free to email me with podcast in the subject line or saved by the spell in the subject line. My email is bookmarcella at gmail.com. 
B-O-O-K-M-A-R-C-E-L-L-A dot com. You can keep track of what's coming up with these podcasts at www.savedbythespell.com. I look forward to bringing you more things in the future. My final witch tip for the day is cleanse your space. (laughs) Do whatever you need to do to keep your sacred space alive, whether it is smudging with sage or palo santo, if you need to fling some sea salt around the house and then sweep it up later to absorb any negative energy, then do it. Do what makes you feel like you're at home in your sacred space. With that, I wish you all well and blessed.